Welcome to the Bold Lawyer Podcast, hosted by me, J.D. Hoovener, owner and founder of Bold Patents Law Firm. This show is for attorneys everywhere looking to grow and scale their law practice. It's also for those aspiring to someday hang their own shingle. And it'll also be helpful for those that are still in law school or looking to transition from another career. I'm going to have guests on this show, attorneys that founded their own firms, that will share their story and talk about the ups and downs and some of the golden nuggets they learned along the way. Come join me and learn a thing or two about the business of law on the Bold Lawyer Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Bold Lawyers Show, edition one. This is our first podcast ever for the Bold Lawyers Show. Um, <laughs> I'm J.D. Hoofner, and this is exciting. I'm doing our second podcast. We have one called the Bold Patent Show, um, soon to be renamed the Bold Inventor Show. Um, this one is for you, attorneys. Um, like myself, I'm the founder and owner of a law firm, and that's what this show is going to be about. I'm super excited um, to kick it off and kind of set the groundwork on this first episode for what in the world we're going to talk about. Um, and uh, anyway, hopefully we can get some people participating here. We are live. I'm doing a video podcast format, and then we're going to reproduce this on audio for those old school audio only podcasters out there. Um, so I'm excited. So the first thing I want to talk about, <laughs> I'll just be super transparent. You're going to notice that's a trend um, on this show is I wasn't sure whether to go bold lawyer or bold attorney. So that is a question for those. I'll, I'll fire it out on the live audience. Um, what do you guys think? Bold lawyer, bold attorney podcast. What do you like better? Um, to me, the word lawyer, you know, lawyer, lawyer. I think has, I, I, truly, I have no real preference. I tr I'm trying to convince myself that I have a preference, but I really don't. I was telling, um, you know, I was telling, who was I talking to? One of my mentors just an hour ago. I was like, you know, the only thing I can tell is I've run some Google ads before. And um, believe it or not, the word attorney attached to whatever you're trying to get a lead for, let's say, Know, patent law, patent attorney, that's going to cost you three to four times as much as patent lawyer, you know, to try to get to pay for that word uh, on, on a Google ad pay-per-click point of view. Um, so anyway, so just a little notion in terms of maybe what search traffic is like, uh, that's kind of more perspective of the general public. So I think attorney is a bit more well-known. They think of that's what they think attorneys call themselves that. So um, for now, it's the Bold Lawyer Show. Uh, the intent is going to be I'm going to have every week, I'm going to bust my tail to get other CEOs, so you're not listening to me talk the whole time, um, to share their experience of what it's like running, I mean, starting, running, and marketing, managing a law firm. Uh, the audience that I'm hoping that will listen to this, of course, is going to be existing attorneys. Those that may be struggling, um, who are working through some transition, um, talking about the difficult stuff about hiring, firing, um, what it's like to run and manage a docket. Uh, those, and hopefully bring on those to, that can come talk about litigation or different types of employment methods, in-state, out-of-state. Uh, I see us talking about ethics rules. You know, when do we, when do we feel uncomfortable? Uh, when, when we're taking on a new client, what are those specific rules about engaging a client? And we can bring up different state law rules. 
or more federal at the ABA level, right? American Bar Association type ethics rules. And um, make sure, you know, getting all that dirty laundry out. We're not going to be disclosing anything confidential here, of course, as a public forum. But the, the intent is to get the conversation started. Um, so um, come on, attorneys, lawyers, <laughs> whatever you call yourself, esquires, uh, barristers. Uh, I want to hear from you. That's what this is about. This podcast is dedicated to you, the attorney. Maybe even those that are aspiring to be attorneys as well. I think law students would be a good audience for this podcast. Um, and maybe some of those that are clerking or even thinking about entering into the field of law. You're wondering, what is it like to actually start your own firm? What is it like to be at the partnership and ownership level of a law firm? Um, my brother's actually uh, just became a named partner in a um in a law firm down in the Bay Area, and they do insurance defense. So super proud of him, my brother Austin. Hopefully I can invite him on our show and talk about his experience joining a law firm, you know, having joined, left, joining a new one, and then climbing the ranks to get to the partner level. I have never done that. You know, I actually joined a firm and climbed the ranks to become partner and gone on the partner track. So that is why I'm going to be finding other attorneys, other owners, of law firms to come on the show to talk about their experience. Uh, we'll talk about lots of different subjects. Um, like I said, from what does it mean to get started? You know, um, on my other podcast, The Bold Inventor Show, we have inventors, entrepreneurs that share their story, you know, their passion project, their their why and why they got started. This shows me about maybe the similar type of story, you know, why I started a law firm, why. Uh, our inventors, our, our, our fellow attorneys started law firms. Um, and so that's the conversation here. So I'm hoping we can have that lively discussion week in, week out, um, and then come up with some some certain themes as the show progresses uh, to kind of maybe talk on certain topics each week. So we have a couple live viewers out there. Um, hopefully they're attorneys. <laughs> um, that's what our, the audience is for this show. We want lawyers to come in. Um, share their thoughts on what it's like, what are the, some of the major hurdles that they've got in front of them right now. Uh, I know hiring is an issue right now, trying to find the right people, right? The right butts and seats, if you will, uh, to use kind of a crude analogy um, to get the work done. Um, that is a major, major problem right now, getting the right workforce and hiring the right attorneys can be really challenging. Finding the right salary, compensation structure. Um, so that may be a really... I think quite interesting topic to bring up. Um, so uh, hopefully we get some people here on this show on our first edition, first um, podcast here today on the Bold Lawyers Show. Um, I'll, I'll start there a little bit. And you know, one, one thing our firm we have done, you know, over the years, we have generally I mean, from the beginning, we have had interns, interns, you know, legal interns and that are going to law school that are contributing at least at a part-time level with the goal of, you know, kind of making it a, a shared relationship where they're going to learn the law, usually under the tutelage of an existing attorney um, and do some work. Now um, <laughs> me being an entrepreneur and a business owner, I always have wanted, Oh, you know, let's make sure the interns are going to be worth it. In other words, I want to get the value. You know, these are hungry law students. They're probably going to work for free to get some experience. 
I want them to deliver some value for our clients and so we can make money off of them. Okay, I'll just say that. Um, but at the end of the day, you have to be careful uh, for a couple of reasons. As I learned in my early days, you can't just accept free labor, <laughs> okay? Um, you have to have to follow some rules with respect to that. If they truly are unpaid, you have to reach a higher standard, meaning they need to be receiving as much or more education than they are delivering value for your law firm. Um, so because of that, <laughs> I didn't want to get stuck in that, you know, having to, you know, calculate how much value we're receiving versus education. So I said, look, let's just pay our interns. And that way there's no arguing about it. They're getting compensated, whether they're learning or not. <laughs> now, the goal, of course, is for them to learn um, and to see if they are going to be a good fit. That was what we had going. Gosh, we did it for like six years where we would have, we had several interns, um, you know, in early 2018, 2019. And then um, unfortunately what would happen is they would want to go join bigger firms. You know, they wanted kind of the more stability of, of a bigger firm and to sort of cut their teeth. Uh, and we didn't actually have anyone higher on in those first couple of years. Um, so we decided to be more selective. We wanted to find an intern that truly felt the passion and the vision for our firm, which is serving the individual inventor. And our form of, comp you know, of compensation, and this is, you know, I'll be, I'll be candid here, is a commission style. So we don't pay any salaries here. We compensate our attorneys on commission. So we, we pay them based on the amount of revenue, uh, the amount of workflow that they handle. So how much, how much caseload they want, they'll get a percentage of that work that gets done. So that model doesn't always match with the brand new attorney coming out of law school. And that's why I think we lost some of those opportunities. They went to bigger law firms. But long story short, that we finally found an intern that agreed to kind of understood that principle up front. He was doing his last year of internship. It was all looking great. And we had him sign on to become an attorney once he passed the bar. So we've stuck with him for what was two or three years, um, even had a signing bonus, all excited to bring him on. And after one month, <laughs> he was wooed away by big law with a unbelievable high salary and a big bonus package. Um, and so we lost out, right? He just left, right? The loyalty just was not there. That um, hurt so bad, right? Because we had we thought we knew who this individual was and we knew their character, uh, but it was perhaps a generational thing, you know, with this uh, these young whippersnappers, right? Those maybe in their 20s still, um, just a little bit of a different mindset, a bit more fluidity, and they're just not as, I hate to use the word loyal, but that's kind of what it felt like. Um, so after that, we've kind of decided to go away from intern internship and we've kind of as a firm talking with our managing attorney and team the word as a as of right now we're not really set up to do much training um and on the job training and to bring up a new associate so we'll leave that to the big law you know and when they uh when they get to their year two or three or four and they kind of get tired of grinding away um serving larger companies and they want to come over and help new entrepreneurs and new startups at our firm that's our sweet spot, right? So um, anyway, that's where we're, that's how we, we've done some of our hiring um, and bringing on associates uh, that'll turn into senior associates. 
Um, so I thought I'd share that. You know, those are the kinds of stories I'm hoping to bring out here. Um, like I said, this is the first episode of our of this podcast, The Bold Lawyers Show. Um, I want to have other attorneys come on. I'm going to be interviewing owners and partners of law firms, and they're going to be sharing some stories. I'm hoping to get vulnerable. Obviously, we're not mentioning names here. I don't want things to get out of control. Um, you know, we're, we're attorneys uh, and we're, you know, just discreet, discreet. Uh, but this is going to be exciting. I'm going to learn. I'm going to learn a ton about different areas of law, how they do their hiring, firing, how they do HR, admin, paralegals. Do they all form W-2s? Um, you know, how do you raise money? Can you borrow money as a law firm? Um, you know, all these different things that seem, you know, maybe they're, you know, easy to understand, but I'm sure there's not. There's a lot of, a lot of nuance there. I've run this firm here at Bold for, this will be our 10th year soon. Next year will be our 10th year uh, in business. And I, it's like, you know, the more you're in business, the more you get into a subject matter, the more you realize how much you don't know. And I'm going to, I'm going to be learning a ton on this podcast. So um, if any of you have, have ideas, some people that are curious about, you know, hey, I would love to know about how this law firm is run, <laughs> or maybe you know someone, or you have a law firm that you're a part owner, a partner, or an owner, um, and you want to volunteer to come on and be a part of this, uh, to be interviewed and to talk with me about a certain subject, let's do it. I'll be here every Tuesday. We'll do a weekly podcast. Um, it'll be airing at 2.30 Pacific, so 5.30 on the East Coast. Um, I want to cover as many areas of law as I can. I want to cover the U.S., that, <laughs> the whole the whole country, right? No, no specific state um, at all. So, uh, yeah, I've got a pretty, pretty big network of attorneys that I've worked, kind of developed over, over the years through LinkedIn and through uh, my referral relationships at Bold you know, business attorneys, transactional attorneys. Um, and I've actually got a, a mastermind that I've had now for a year. So I've got an early lineup of individuals that want to do some interview appearances and share, just chat with me, you know, talk, uh, talk live, <laughs> start some conversations, <clears throat> um, break down some barriers maybe, you know, in, in the law. I feel like in so many ways, the legal business, right? The legal framework, the, the bar associations, you know, tend to have a pretty tight grip, you know, and, and they have a lot of influence over the ethical rules and the way that law firms must be structured. Um, and the American Bar Association, as well as some of the, you know, the, the state bars in, 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 the, in each state. Um, I just say the word limit, <clears throat> but they, they do prescribe you know, certain rules that so we have to behave certain ways, engage clients a certain one, you know, certain way. And I, I kind of want to, personally, I'm a bit, <clears throat> let's say I'm, I'm a lot on the side of, no, a law firm is like any other business. It's like any other service. How are we any different from, say, like a CPA or having sake, like a chiropractor? I mean, any other type of professional or a real estate agent. I get that there are some special rules for each industry. And I think that does make sense, but there shouldn't be any additional layers, right. Or, or red tape around the service of law, right. The, the legal services. So that's, that's my personal input. I'm going to interview people that maybe think otherwise. I would love to hear their input. 
Um, if you're watching live now, I want to, I'd love to get a comment or a question. Uh, maybe if you have some ideas on what we would talk about, you know, what are some really funky, you know, weird questions that you always wondered or areas of law, uh, you know, types of practices that you want to learn more about. Um, send those to me in the chat and I'll kind of line up some interviews for sure. Um, let's see, what else do we got? <clears throat> what else do we got? Yeah, I was asking earlier if we if we should call the show Bold Lawyer or Bold Attorney uh, podcast uh, or show, right? Bold Lawyer. Um, I read I had it as Bold Lawyer. Bold Lawyer sounds decent. I, you know, it's um, kind of rolls off the tongue. Bold Attorney. You know, ah, it's kind of a mouthful to say. So I'm sticking with bold lawyer for now is because it sounds easy. So um, those are the, those are the two things there with no live questions and no interview. I don't necessarily want to ramble. I wanted to just introduce what this podcast was, what this video podcast is going to be. I like the live format. We're publishing out to Facebook, LinkedIn, and my YouTube show. Um, so we got a pretty decent audience here. Uh, I want to just get that blow it up. I want to grow it. I want to talk about, other lawyers and how they have started. What's their founder story? Um, oh, here we go. We got a question from Dallas. Hey, Dallas. All right. What do you think about the change in Arizona where non-attorneys can open up their own law firms? I love that. <laughs> I didn't uh, pay you to, to ask that question. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, you bet, Dallas. Yeah, for sure. Love it too. This will be good. Um, so yeah, on this point, yes. So in 2020, Arizona... Uh, did a pilot program. And this is actually really cool. I was reading about this this week. There's like 31, uh, you know, uh, that that got uh, issued, that got started under this pilot program. And um, I'm going to go find out who they are. And I'm going to talk to them. I think it's a wonderful, wonderful idea, Dallas. Um, But yeah, I think it's excellent. So for the most part, okay, attorneys, they go to law school. It's kind of like, you know, a medical profession, right? A doctor goes to medical school. What do they know? Well, they know how to practice medicine. And what does a lawyer do? They know the law, right? They know how to argue. They know, this, you know the, the ins and outs of the Socratic method and how to do interviews and examinations. And they know the, how, the, how the law works. Uh, but do are they trained in how to run a company? Big no. Big, big fat no. I mean, some of those um, you know, individuals may have gotten like a joint degree with an MBA, huge thumbs up, but those are the exception. The vast majority of attorneys, they are not trained, not taught how to run and manage and grow a business. So they're terrible owners. <laughs> uh, they're, I've had to learn a lot on the, uh, through osmosis and through training, right? It's hard and it, you have to figure out, okay, how do I put this very specific technical skill set to use in the market? How do I reach an audience? How do I identify, you know, my leads? How do I, you know, sales in the law firm? What, right? Um, So a a non-attorney owner can bring in all that information, all that knowledge, perhaps from other businesses, Um, you know, let's say in software sales or in automobile, right? Whatever it is, real estate and bring in that expertise into a law firm. And what will that do? Well, in general, they'll be more successful. They'll have a better chance of reaching their intended market, being more efficient for heaven's sakes, right? The number one complaint, I think all across the board, all lawyers is 
communication, <laughs> right? So if it means that law firms, like those 31, those pilot program, and I'm gonna go figure who they are. If they have are, all, are, are doing a better job in communicating with their clients, then the clients are better served. And isn't that the whole point, right? Of having you know, better access to the law, better you know, knowledge, getting better service and holding lawyers and law firms, I should say, to a higher standard. Um, so uh, as you can tell, I'm a huge fan of that. Dallas, thanks for that question. Um, I do believe there's a couple other states dappling with this. Uh, the District of Columbia was actually the first. They Back in 1983, they were the only state that did not sign on to the new the new change which govern that you have to have a law degree you have to have, you have to be an attorney to have ownership there is another state ah uh, forget which one um and california has some interesting things the state bar of california actually was pursuing trying to get non-attorney ownership um they were kind of going after them but limited ex- uh, they're one of oh, the practice of law. They were trying to pursue that change on behalf of paralegals. They wanted paralegals to be able to practice law in some right limited capacity, but that's kind of a marginal issue. I, I'm much more interested in uh, what you asked about Dallas, which is, you know, for example, Arizona allowing um, non-attorneys to have ownership share. I think the argument on the other side, right? I, I presented the, the argument on the, on the good side of that on the negative side, well, now you've got private equity. You've got people that did not go to law school, didn't take those ethics courses, and may not have as much, call it altruism, in terms of helping individuals find out what the law is and get justice, right? So you've got more, let's just call it what it is, greedy business people, right? Sharks coming in and owning law firms, having a part owner ownership in a law firm, that have complete, you know, authority and decision-making power about something legal to where it will affect someone's rights, someone's access to justice. So that is perhaps, you know, the other negative side about non-attorney ownership that I think someone could could bring up. Uh, So it's an awesome, awesome topic. So cool. Well, we're going to wrap up a little early. I'm going to keep you guys on pins and needles to see who my guest is next week. Because I don't know who it is yet. I've got three people that are interested in doing it. Um, I want to cover some different parts of the country. Um, if you if you like this topic, I heard Dallas, you like it. I'm great to, glad to hear that. I'm hoping this gets out to other attorneys and lawyers, owners of law firms. Um, I want to talk to you. I want to get better personally. That's probably the number one reason for doing this. I honestly want to learn, uh, meet new at, uh, fellow owners of firms, and um, get better. Hone my skills because I am an attorney. And without my MBA background, I would be totally lost. Um, so it's an ongoing lesson and learn to, to kind of sharpen that, uh, your saw, if you will, <laughs> if that's the right analogy, um, to kind of keep keep learning uh, and growing. Because I do care a lot about our inventors and our clients, and I want them to be served better. And I want to, I want to reach more. So if you're a law firm owner and you want to, to serve, you want to get better, love to hear what you're up to. I want to know, I want to learn what you're, what you're doing. So I'll shut up and let let you guys go. Have a great rest of your day. We'll see you next week, Tuesday at 2.30 Pacific. Uh, I'll put my email address in here so this shows up. Um, You know me if you have any questions, if you're interested. 
There it is. So email me if you're interested in coming on the show. Um, I will interview you and make sure it's a good fit. We'll have a quick chat and um, yeah, we'll cross promote and get your information out there. Okay, buddy. Thank you so much. I'm JD Hoovener, owner and founder here at Bold Patents Law Firm. We'll see you next week on the Bold Lawyer Show.